the fast food podcast. podcast. Season six. six. Just us as a people, mm-hmm. I said to someone yesterday, I feel like the whole community thing just, it, it, it's in the bin. Like, honestly, it's in the bin. Because if I look at... It, no, no, it did. At one point, it did. Like, I think post-slavery between probably, like, just ending, like, yeah. 1970, right. yeah. there was community yeah, there yeah, yeah. Right, to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. yeah. Right, because if you look at some of the communities that, that have come and gone, they were about. They were about, yeah. They, they were about. Yeah. They were about, like, the people who, who did not know Carnival. That was mm-hmm. born out yeah, of community. community. Yeah, 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 you you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, it's, it's, it's been there. It's just, I think, when you start hitting, like, mid-70s upwards. Yeah, up, yeah. It gets that became for self. Mm. It's it's sad because the idea of commu- of community really does appeal to me. It's like even like little things like growing up when you know everyone neighbors knew each other yeah, to the yeah. point where yeah. you could leave your house unlocked if you knew your neighbors there because your neighbor would it's calm. You could leave your kids with your neighbor because it's well, calm. That's what I'm saying. Like you you come home from school, yeah. Because I remember. Like I I grew up in I grew up in Grenada, so like I'd come home yeah, yeah, yeah. and be times when my my parents wouldn't be home. Let's go but, to your neighbor's house. Neighbors like come come come, come around. She'll feed me. She'll make sure I'm good. Like you're her, their yeah, own. Yeah. Simple and you know whatever your neighbor said to you was gospel in a way because your parents gave them the Cons- approval to say. That's what I'm saying. Like I would be in town. I might be doing a madness. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm. I see my neighbor. Yeah. Neighbor looks at me. Gives you the, the look. same way my dad or my mom will look at me, and I just got to chill. Keep it keep it moving. Cause yeah, I know yeah. when I get home, mm-hmm. it's 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 worries and problems. Yeah yeah yeah. Because. The neighbor's gonna be like, "Well, I saw Ross in town." Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I'll be doing something, and before I can even get home, my mom's already figured out what's happened. Yeah. So I'm walking home till I I, I don't even have time to prep my story. I'm yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me, I got a bunch of licks from what? my neighbors telling my grandmother where she saw me, <laughs> and then it's just like I'm not even mentally preparing myself, physically having to prepare myself because I know what's waiting for me, and my grandmother. God bless her soul. She was so slick with it. There was one time my grandmother let me come in after a madness. Didn't say nothing to me. She goes, oh, yeah, um, Dre, baby, your food's there. Boom, 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 boom. Don't forget to shower. And, you know, da, da, da. cool, granny. All right. And I kept almost, I'm answering in a way of like, oh, man, she's going to lick me in my head soon. Nothing happened. I had my food. Boom, 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 went to sleep, bro. I remember I just woke up. My alarm didn't go off because we didn't have clock. We didn't have like phones on it. Like we didn't have that. Then I just woke up, boy. It wasn't. It wasn't because I wanted to. It's because I had to. I was getting beats in the bed. Yeah. My grandma was waiting for me to sleep, bro. And yeah. Imagine in a yeah. deep sleep and you're waking up just getting beats. I got beat in my. I got beat in the bath, bro. Nah, that hurts as well. That water off your skin. What? Because my mum couldn't. Because my mum couldn't. That hot water with the with the heat of the. I got too fast. Because I got too fast with my mum. So she's like, all right, cool. I can pin him down in the bath, bro. Cool. Oh, he's got to have a shower or a wash. And your life just flashes. I, and you're before slipping your and you're yeah, slipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't like, get up. Yeah. Can't get up. Yeah, the peak. soap's flying everywhere. Like, bro, yeah, it's yeah. It's long. Th- let's talk about that. It's long. I, I, I like. I, I, it's a very interesting subject that you just stumbled on in terms yeah. of community. Yeah. Because I feel the same way. I think we've lost it, right? We've lost that community 100%. feeling, that community vibe. But what I've always been interested in is, is we, again, we mentioned it off mic, is characters, yeah. right? Yeah. In the music industry, 
you deal with different people, you deal with different characters, you mm. deal with different people from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. religions, yep. because, ideologies, because all yeah. they might not be the artist, they might be the engineer, they might mm. be the, the, um, the, they might be the person that owns the building, they might yeah. be, do you know what I'm saying? They might be family members that are hanging around. Yeah, and, the songwriter, the, the yeah, stylist, yeah. The, the, yeah, there's just so many things that come into play for an artist to become an artist. Yeah, so there's I mean, that, so I feel like, when we are creative like we are, we're mm. creative people or we work with creative people, you have to be less community-minded in the sense of what your, what your objective is. Mm. Your objective is to get somewhere with like-minded people, mm. whoever they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you start doing the, putting your personal feelings into it or you start putting race into it, mm -hmm. yeah. that could actually be your downfall. I think... There's that, but there's also an element of, like I've always seen music particularly as like a thing of, like it's, it, it's a voice of a people or a voice of a era or mm -hmm. a voice of something socially that's going yeah, on. It, yeah. And it, it kind of runs through everything, fashion, um, politics, the whole nine yards, yeah. right? Um, and just by that and, and with that, it's like, okay, cool. That requires collaboration, mm -hmm. right? Because you're not just speaking on, on, an individual or individualism. Yeah, you're speaking on a people or a culture or, you know, something that kind of affects a, li a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, a lifestyle. So, for an artist to get to a certain point, unlike what I think with most things, you have to have a form of collaboration. Right, and I think where we're at now, which is like individualism and capitalism is all like make money, make money. It's drawing out the collaboration out of a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. right? So like before you guys were talking about um, independent women and like relationships, again, a collaboration, mm -hmm. right? So we can be independent minded but we also have to understand that there's forms of collaboration that have to happen in order for the boat to move forward. Right. But people aren't getting that. So what you'll find is like on Twitter or <clears throat> social media, you'll see a lot of artists saying, I'm independent, yeah. I'm doing it off my own back. Yeah. But even those people need other people like me to just throw stuff at them and chip in and help pull them along while they're in that. It's me by myself. Yeah, I, I, I feel that's a. I I think that whole independent thing is almost like the Loch Ness monster. It's a mythical creature, uh, or word. Sorry, because okay, there, there's a if you're doing it independently, I'm expecting you to be like from ground zero. You've got a nine to five or two, two a nine to five and a and a and another yeah, job yeah. to 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 help with the finances and you're literally paying for everything yourself you're 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 if you're an artist you're recording it yourself so you're paying for studio time you're mixing it yourself all of that independent that's how i envision independently but that is very very rare because you always need someone to help you along the way and it doesn't need to be financially it could just be someone saying yo you want to be a, 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 a music, uh, you want to be an artist uh, artist manager, 
I believe you could do it because I've seen how you organize your day-to-day stuff. I see how you're easy, how easy it is for you to organize things between the man and them. I see how easy it is for you to make sure that everything that's spoken about that could potentially be used as gospel is logged or in, in, in like emails or messages or stuff like that. So you've got your all your receipts and this, that, and the third. So there's little things like that. So it's just mad how some people would really try to drive home they had nobody help them to get to where they is. And it's like, well, you kind of do because if I like your music, effectively, I've helped you get on because I've told my brethren's in the group, WhatsApp group, Yo, you need to go check out this, this Morgan guy because he's mm. got bars. Then you've got like four or five new people listening to your stuff and then that's how it grows. And then someone retweets your tweet on Twitter or someone puts up your, your, a picture of them streaming your song on Twitter or IG or whatever. That's all help. You see what I'm saying? No one is ever truly independent. Yeah. And that's both personally and professionally, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, in certain respects, we all need someone to take a chance or mm-hmm. punt on us, yeah. right? Like, when I started, someone took a chance on me. Yeah. And I learned and I sat down and I kind of took in things, right? So I can't then turn around and be like, I got it out the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I may have had to do things. Like, of course. walk to the studio because yep. I didn't have money to get there. Right, of course. those kind of things. Like, Everything's there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, I still, didn't, I still didn't do it by myself. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone said, listen, I'm giving you an opportunity to yeah. figure it out yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of how you're going to make that work, mm-hmm. but this is the opportunity that's here. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool, I'll figure it out. But I think a lot of artists have this thing, like even Russ, who's done it seemingly off his yeah, own back. Yeah, yeah. He's had help. Mm-hmm, like of course. He, he did a deal with Columbia, so he yeah. at some point he wasn't independent. Right. Right? Um... He had his friends around him, early days, yep. helping him record mm-hmm. and studio in his house. And yeah. do you know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying like collaboration is the key across the board yeah, and, yeah, with yeah, it, yeah. and with everything. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we're in a, a state of individualism at the moment mm-hmm. yeah. where it's just like it's drawing the life out of everything. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. Let's expound on that. But first of all, I'm going to introduce our guest. I mean, it's only right. This is a fast food podcast. Drizzy Saka Fett Freckles. Morgan Turk Franklin Heights. Food for thought, soul food for the mind, and a feast for the palate. We have a special guest today. Uh, I want to give a round of applause to Ross Wilson in the building. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank Welcome, you. Thank sir. You. I, was, I was asking earlier, how come in the fast food podcast we don't have wings or something yeah, that's what yeah we, but, need to, we need to organize that, yeah, that you're right vibe. you're right that but I think be. it's a vibe yeah, 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 yeah. I think food's a great connector it is 100% along it with is. music because it's definitely I a great connector I am hungry brethren 100%. 100% yeah we need to get some we need to well, yeah well this is let's, 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 let's start this conversation off with first and foremost how did you start how did you become a manager so long story very very short um, for me, music has always been that communication mm-hmm. thing when I didn't have the words. Right, right, right. So right. from young, I was into music and poetry mm-hmm. and just writing and those things. But verbally, I couldn't speak to people because I was super shy. Right. I used to get bullied. Like you said, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I moved to the Caribbean at yeah. four. Nice. Coming in, coming in with my you know accent. the vibes of, this guy's speaking to the choir get, right get, here, get, right? Getting, getting where, called where, names. Where from? I was born in, in the UK, right. so when I moved over to Grenada, it was like 1989, yeah, right, right. Yeah, 19, yeah. 1989 or 1988, something like that. Yeah. Like, 
it was coming off of a revolution, so like everything was quite simple. Yes. So I'm coming in with my UK yeah, attitude yeah. and yeah, all yeah, that stuff. And when I moved, I was super confident. Mm -hmm. But just by kind of getting called names and being bullied, I kind of went it into humbles myself. you a bit. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then, my communication towards music. Yeah. And it, it, it's always it's always been there. But I want I used to I used to sing, so right. okay. that was my thing. Okay, sing. Um, yeah, that was my thing. You look like you look and like then, you got the R and B bag on. You got come the on, swag. Come on, I see it. I see it. At one point, I think at one point, like early days when Tyrese was doing the Coca Cola advert, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be me yeah. one day. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, but no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I um kind of meandered, got into soca music at of one point. I was waiting um, for that. Got into music at one point, developed some really cool acts. Yeah. Um, Mr. Killer. Oh, yeah, for real. Lava Man. Like, yeah, yeah. Just heavily involved in their early career. Um, nice. Then I moved up here in about 2005, and it wasn't even off my own back. Right. Okay. Like Hurricane just came and whoosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, Be like that. Yeah, time to go. I'm going to go yeah, back yeah. to uni. Let me yeah. just get my stuff together. Right. Got up here, started working in the studio. Um, and it goes back to. Me saying people give opportunities, mm -hmm. like literally somehow I got connected to a studio in East London where a lot of the early gram lot used to record J2K, gotcha. Wiley, yeah. Yeah. Deep, mm -hmm. uh, Blessed Beats, a bunch of them. So yeah. I started working in there. But I used to live in Northwest London. Right. I used to get from Northwest yeah, yeah. all, all the, way. the way to, to East. Yeah. And them times they had like the 25 bus, like yeah, the yeah. Bendy bus. So yeah. yeah. That was your commute. That was my commute. Was it the, was it the studio near Limehouse Link? Yeah. So, so um, worked as an engineer for like probably four years. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so like they recorded Where's My Rollers. All that stuff was kind nice. of done there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. And then just by kind of being around, yeah. I learned how to like make beats nice. and, and songwriting yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then I was just like, at one point I, I moved to LA. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is my thing. yeah. And then LA didn't didn't work out how I expected it to work out, right. so I was just like, I moved back. What was your what was what was your experience experience in LA? What was it about? Why did first of all why was you go, why did you go? You know what? Um, I went to kind of see what because I was working over here. I was like, I feel like I've kind of capped out, right? Because um, I didn't really want to do pop music. I didn't want to do mm, like yeah. I went to go where. Like I wanted to do rap and hip hop yeah, and course, R and B. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, let me just Yeah. Right. I wasn't I couldn't do the funky stuff. I couldn't do like the the, the garage, the gribe. So I was like, let me go um to LA and see what's up. Of so course. I moved out there, connected with a few people. And it was just like I think it was the cutthroatness of it all, of as in constantly submitting and working and submitting beats mm. and working and submitting beats right. and then like not hearing back from people, like, or, yeah. and just like eventually, like I got tired. I was like, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. And in the process, I lost, I lost quite a bit of money trying to figure it out. Of course, right? yeah, yeah. Um, there's some stuff I can't really talk about. But, That's cool. But but deals kind of went yeah, through. Yeah. Sour. Like yeah. I got left off. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Like and it started digging into my pocket, and I got jaded at that point. Was right, like, right, right. Yeah. Left the industry, moved back here, quit music, and. Uh, Randomly, a friend called me one day and was like, yo, um, can you meet me? 
he knew how to quit music, so he didn't say meet him at the studio. He said, yeah. just meet me. Yeah, yeah. he's you. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Send the address. <laughs> so so I pull up and it's the studio. Right. I'm like, this motherfucker. Here we go. Yeah. Right? Get to the studio. He's like, I want you to meet this producer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you know so-and-so. Yeah. Can you kind of broker something? Yeah. Me, didn't think much of it. I was like, yeah, I'll make a call, whatever. Yeah. Made a call. Tutu's like... He's working with some guys out in New York, yeah. got some placement stuff. And yeah, yeah. So then after that, my friend pulled me aside. He's like, look, I think you should do management. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, you've been through it. Yeah. You kind of know not what to, like stuff to not do. Yeah. Why don't you just kind of guide people down that path? Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, okay. You put it like that. Cool. Yeah. I can do that. I said, but I don't know the business like that. He's like, right. again, it's that opportunity. It's like, yeah. present you with an opportunity, but yeah, you have yeah. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, go learn a business. Like, all right, cool, I'll go learn a business. Yeah. So I spoke to like a lot of people. I spoke to lawyers, accountants, and like artists who kind yeah. of made it and like spent the last, the, the that whole year just learning. So when I came back into it, I was like, all right, cool. At that point, I met some guys from South London mm-hmm. at a studio. Like, yo, let's put together a group. I was like, I'm down. Yeah. So I know a bit about the business. I can yeah. do this. That group was rough copy. Right. Okay. Right. Wow. Yes. So yes, 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 yes. They wanted to do what they went on to do. Um, but I think, you know, as egos go, mm-hmm. they kind of fall apart. As so, they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I know a couple of few a few things, you know. Um, Cynthia Revo in her early start. Okay. Um you know, done stuff with Mario Winans, Bragg yeah. Benz, Beanie Man. You know, so things just started connecting. Right, right, and right. um 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of went back to the drawing board. I was like, all right, cool, you don't really want to do music management all your life. What do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of been from there, it's kind of getting artists that align with my character as a person. Yeah. Right. Rather than just looking at the talent and the money. Check, yeah. Right. And then saying, cool, let's build something. Yeah. Let's build not just like a short stint of two years, five years, but more so let's build something that kind of makes sense over 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. Like let's build legacy. Let's let's build a company. Yeah. Right. Like, let's treat it like a proper mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at now. So, you know, I'm guest lecturing at Westminster because I like, I've always thought, how do I kind of pay it forward? Mm-hmm. Um, working with like Jamal Boone, who works with Flo. Right, okay. Um, we got Flo. Shea Universe, who's doing some amazing stuff at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just got a song out with a guy called Fabo, who's from the States. Song seems to be flying. So um, Shea's a misfit. Like, you know, just bits and pieces. So, right, right, like, right. I'm, I'm in different, I'm a manager, so I'm in different things, not just music, but also yeah. like influence and stuff. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I almost look for the opportunity to help that person grow within their, yeah. their thing. Yeah. Right. You know I mean? So, so, you're de- so now you're, you're developing more than anything else or is well, it? Well, well, that, well, that's what being a manager is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a form of coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of, because I think as people, we are, woefully unself-aware of what we're actually capable of. Wow. And sometimes it takes someone from the outside saying, oh, you're good at X and yeah. Y and Z. Let, let's cultivate that. Yeah. Right? Mm-mm. So, and that's what I do. I look at what people are good at, 
what they suck at. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, cool, let this be the focus. Yeah. And it's how we make money off of it. Yeah. All right, cool, let's do that. Yeah. Um, some artists get it, some artists don't. Because yeah. I think everyone kind of wants the camera on them. Of course. Social media. All that. So, so if, I, if I meet an artist and I'm like, I don't think you're an artist, I think you're a songwriter. Right. Right? They may not take that well. They may not be like, what do you mean? Yeah. Because so-and-so down the road told me my, my song is hot. Yeah, but songwriters, they they be getting some big bags. This is what I'm saying. It's like, there's money out there, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I hear artists say this all the time, like, you know, lack of funding, lack of resource. And even though that may be true, I think just if we're talking like as people, we were made creative yeah. and we can always yeah. create opportunity. Absolutely. Sure. Right? So um, I think as a manager, my, my aim is to... See you through a period of getting to the point where you believe in yourself, yeah. and then showing you that you can do it, and then we go do it. Yeah. Right, right. Now, some of the artists get egos along the way, mm -hmm. and it's like it gets to the point where yeah, I've done this by myself, mm -hmm. and you're like, well, nah, I really haven't. Yeah, you know? right, yeah, right. But I think as a manager, because we um, and there's clauses in contracts that say this. Right. If we part ways, I can't talk ill of you. Yeah. So there's stuff that's happened yeah, over right, the years right. that I will probably never talk about right. because I'm just it's like... It's in the contract. Yeah, yeah, it's a closing the contract and we're, just, we're not just going to speak about it. Yeah. But artists on the other hand can be like, yeah. my manager bumped me. Yeah, of course. Not understanding your manager spent 50000 to get you to your point yeah. and all they're doing is taking their money back. Back, yeah, yeah. It's, right? it's, but because the manager is not going to be like, no, nah, that's not true. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like he has to... Or she has to jump to defend them. Guilty by silence. You know? Yeah. We're, gu we're guilty by silence. Like, yeah. labels get it. You know, publishers get it. Yeah. They haven't done anything for me. Yeah. Not understanding, going back to self-aware comment, not mm -hmm. understanding that you have a very big part to play right. in your success. Yeah. Like, they can give you the platform. Yeah. What are you doing with it? Yeah. Like, Apple, Google, they've given you the platform, but what right. are you doing what are you with do it? Yeah. yeah. How are you driving people to that platform? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, what are you doing as an artist, as a pod, as podcast people? Is you know, like, what are you doing to kind of drive? Yeah, your opportunity. Uh -huh. um, took me a while to get to that, by the way. Yeah, because like, because because uh, that's cause listening to you, Ross. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of self awareness in mm -hmm. your. I'm I'm hearing a lot of growth. I'm hearing a lot of. I've, fi I've, I'm finding my way. I'm in learning terms from of my experiences yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And to get to where I am now yeah. and and educating myself on the business, educating myself on the Well it's it's a it's a constant learning thing, right? Like um I think with any profession, any thing that you do, bar the really kind of mundane jobs like mm -hmm. probably retail or yeah. baristas or mm -hmm. like and even with that, you still have to learn, like constantly learn. Um and that's just what it is. It's like every time I learn a lesson or a law changes or there's a new technology that I need mm -hmm. to find out about, yeah. like it's, it's a whole process of, okay, let me sit myself down and learn this because if I don't, you're left behind. You get left behind kind of thing. So like even with the NFT stuff, like mm. I went and I deep dive. Yeah. I spoke to people in the space, like really in the space. Yeah. And I came to the conclusion after speaking to them, like, this is probably like five years out. Yeah, it's probably right. going to be of value to people at some point. Yeah. But it's still about five years out. It still yeah. needs developing yeah. for me as a yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That I, I don't have the, 
the capability to dive in it at this level because mm-hmm. it will go over my head. head yeah, for so sure. I wait till it gets to the point where I can digest it mm, yeah. and cool. Yep. That's fine. Right? So what the E word keeps coming up. We've seen it. it, it it's, it's as old as time. The E word, AKA ego. Like, what do you think are the telling signs or what do you think it is that uh, contributes to, to the ego? Because I'd like to think that uh, Brother Morgan and I, when we get to where we want to get to with this platform thing, and obviously we'll, we'll, we have to bring Jordan with us. Yeah, okay, cool. We're sober. We'll take Joe with us. We'll, we'll take Joe with us. But when we get to listen, where we need listen, to get to. where I go... You go, where you go, I go. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, air. That's his <laughs> Jojo, air, Montana. Um, but like, I'd like to think that when the three of us get to where we want to get to with this pod, and this is not the only thing we want to do with this pod, this is just the foundation of other things we'll probably yeah. eventually want to do with it. But I'd like to think we'd all remain the same in regards to how we are in regards to thinking of the pod. Yeah. And me thinking of what JoJo's contribution to the pod is, as well as what Morgan's contribution to the pod is, as well as myself. When you're in a different space, based on where you started to where you are, things will change. Like if you've won 500 million pounds in the lottery, like straight away, your eating habits can't be the same as when you was on a nine to five. New levels, new devils, man. If, right. But what what do you think it is that contributes to the the, the change in people's mentality or how they speak? Because I'm sure you've had artists speak to you like, oh yeah, Russell, I'm I'm down for doing whatever you want me to do in order to for me to get to where I need to get to, to them. Now you're you're Russ, but who 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 are you talking to? I'm no, I'm the Donny that keeps the other Donnet that keeps the lights on. Ross, who are you talking to like that, brethren? Don't forget where you come from. You know, it's all about me. I'm the star. You're like, how does like so? What causes that? So a long time ago, I figured if I was going to be a manager, one, it's got to be a selfless enterprise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to make money. From of course, it, right? yeah. But it's got to be a selfless enterprise. As in, I need to be of service to others. Yeah. Um. I think that was with me. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Equally, I'm not a dickhead. Of course, so talk to me a first and way. foremost. Yeah, right. So, I've had artists ask me, "Well, what have you done for me?" Hmm. Right. Walked away from the artist, being like, "You know what?" Not in an egotistical way. Like, you're not gonna yeah. question what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Like, I know what I'm doing. Um. And then the artist hasn't gone on to do anything, and they're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which is kind of what you was there to figure yeah, out for exactly. them. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think when it comes to ego, it's like I said, new levels, new devils, right? Yeah. I think the higher you go, the more you get exposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the higher you go, the more intricate the the personalities in the games get. Right. Um, so, for example, if I'm managing an artist and the artist sells one million records. Mm-hmm. The levels and the compensations that are going to be happening around that yeah. are pretty different to what we knew before. Yeah, of course. Right, of course. So it then boils down to how strong is that person's character? Yeah. Right? Um, temptations come in many forms. Mm-hmm. There are many. And 
I always say to artists, not every opportunity is meant to be taken, mm-hmm. especially if you have a clear goal for yourself. Yeah. Um, so for example, if someone comes and says, we want to give you guys a million pound for the pod, yeah. or 100,000 for the pod. No, a million sounds well. Yeah. Thank you. A million, right? Yeah. On the face of it, it sounds amazing. A million, yeah. But every action has a consequence. Mm-hmm. So what does that million pound come with? That's right. Are you making us exclusive to your platform so right. that... But not even that. Do Are you now going to own the name? Yeah. So you are, run and do your own are thing. Are we and just then, the faces yeah. and then yeah, at yeah. whatever point, if we get rowdy, you can just replace us. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, what does that money come with? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of artists don't think, think like, well, what does that money come with? Yeah, yeah. They just see the pound bag. signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So if someone says, yo, I'm going to offer you 150 bags, and I made this mistake. I got an artist signed to Sony. Yeah. They paid him 150 bags. Yeah. He thought, yo, we've made it. Yeah. YOLO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years later, money's done. Yeah. He's gone back to what he's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've gone back to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you can only just sit like, yo, where did, where did we go wrong? Go wrong yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, Money, because it comes and it goes yeah. and it's transient, it's like, it can't be the focus. Yeah. So my thing to artists and creatives and anyone kind of do anything creative, whether it be art, painting, right. podcasting, fashion, fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. is the consistency gets you the byproduct. The byproduct yeah. is the money. Yeah. Right. So if you're consistent, that comes. Mm-hmm. But I think, Ego doesn't allow people yeah. to be consistent. Because mm. yes. they get either hung up on the past Facts. or they get hung up on the future. Facts. And by that, I mean, they may have a catalogue of songs that they haven't, they haven't released yet. Yeah. But every time they play them for people, it's like, yo, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Hard. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So they sit on them. Mm. It's like, well, these are my best songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Equally... You'll hear an artist say this. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Or. That's how I met this guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, excuse me, what's your name? And he's like, do you know who I am? And I was like, well, raw, okay. Okay, <laughs> there enough. we go. Yeah. But somehow he still stuck around. Nah, I don't know how he worked. Yeah, he patterned it. Well, but, well yeah. you, you, you figured out who he was, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I worked yeah, 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 That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. But it's like, when an artist says, well, do you know who I am? Yeah. And like, I mean, to be fair, like, I've come across influencers. People who've been on Love Island yeah. and da da da, and they expect me to know who they, who who they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch Love Island, yeah. so I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. So you're you asking me, me yeah, yeah. do you know who I am? Yeah. You're only gonna get one answer, which is no. No. Now if you now if it's the music, yeah. and you're like a CEO of a company, different, or it's different because yeah. that's my that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's like artists get caught up in the ego because the external validation overpowers the internal voice. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? So, it's like if you guys get massive, right, you got when. to do, Oh, sorry, when. Yeah. Intentional language and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Thank you guys you. get massive and you got the deals with Apple or Spotify. All of them. You know, YouTube or whoever, right? And you're flying and you're doing the live events and all that, right? That, exter- that external validation can be a lot. Yes, yeah. it can. Yeah. Right? 100%. And, and not from just a, a passing thing of you meet other people or people are really kind of blowing smoke up your ass and be like, yeah, yeah. the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Oh my God, you invented the wheel. Yeah. Or hell, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, there's the personal elements of yeah. if you are a 
an insecure person in any form or fashion, it will show up right. massively. Yeah. Because it will show up as a vice. Right. Yes. Right? So if you're an anxious person, you may start drinking mm-hmm. or smoking a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a thing mm-hmm. where you're now not be- being able to function and focus yeah, yeah. on your thing. And that's why the ego is a dangerous thing because you then think in your head, this ship doesn't move without me. Yeah. And I think over time, it's proven, like look at boy groups and girl groups. Yeah, yeah. How many times have they switched out members? Yeah. And been like, this ship gonna move with with or without you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think it's a dangerous thing, but at the same time it's needed. Because if you don't believe in yourself, yeah. if you don't believe that what you have to offer is the hardest shit ever, mm-hmm. you get caught up in the mediocrity of it all. Yes. Hundred right. percent. Right. So for example, I cuss Kanye yeah. all the time. Yep. Yeah. We do. I understand, you know, mental health issues, and yeah. like, but I still cuss him yeah. because there's a level of calculation to what he does. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't have that belief in himself, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't be where he is. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I so I can be like, yo, check your ego. Yeah. But if the ego's worked for him, yeah. it's like, well. Yeah, he's just amplified the last yeah. couple of years, but yeah. it's always been there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I get it. I guess it's how you apply it, really. Yeah. I, it's like... Oh, I even because I've come. I was an artist. Yeah. And there was no way in hell did I think about managing anyone when I left being on becoming an yeah. artist, just because of the. I just felt like it was just going to be a massive headache mm. to deal with so many people, egos as we mentioned, yeah. uh, characters. Yeah. Like how? Like how? How difficult, it seems like it's a walk in the park for you, but is it's that- It's not, it's not, it's yeah. really not. Like, like I talk about it easily because I think there's coping mechanisms, but like, and I say this to my partner all the time, like, you know, cause we're like, yo, I got balance. Home life, mm-hmm. kids, yeah. work, yeah. and people's personalities. Mm-hmm. And she will hear me on the phone with these clients and the levels of stress that sometimes they may give me, yeah. right? And she'll be like, well, how do you remain so calm? I'm just like, you know what? Cause I don't take it personal. Because at the end of the day, most artists, not all, but most of them are kind of, they're, they're true to their ambition. They're loyal to their dream. Mm. They're not loyal to a person. Mm. Of course. Right? So if, if I'm managing an artist and we got paperwork and in, in the midst of that, they see another opportunity. I stop taking it personal if they want to move on. Right. Right? Because uh, they see it as a thing for them mm-hmm. to, to elevate. Yeah. My thing is, yeah, you can elevate in your career, but if you don't have the ca- character to maintain it, you'll fall off just as quickly. Right. Um, and I think I've gotten to the point where a lot of the artists that I manage, they, they're very self-aware right. and they, they kind of know who they are as people, so it's it's easier to manage. Yeah, doesn't mean that they don't go through the anxieties and the overthinking stages. And um, I think because I've been through all the like the overthinking, the depression, the anxiety, there's a level of empathy that I have towards it that makes me go, okay, cool, I get this, right. and I'm able to to navigate it better than a lot of people would. I see. Um, but there's some managers who just see it as like a cash grab. Yeah. So they wouldn't yeah. care about the mental health of the of the client. They'll just be like, "Look, 
we can make this amount of money in like a year. Yeah. Let's just take everything we can get. Yeah, yeah, it's keep um, rolling. And to be fair, that's why most rappers kind of, you hear them sign and they disappear. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll get caught up in the fact that they're signed mm-hmm. and they don't they don't understand that's when the work begins. Because mm-hmm. now they're, they're, con- they're contractually obligated, obligated. Yeah, yeah. to do certain things. Yes. And they just feel like they can go on like they've been going on. Yeah. And um, like- And it's out, not the same. Like, out of how many, out of the rappers that have been signed in the UK, how many are still kind of standing? Yeah, it's not a Do you lot know what many. I mean? Yeah. Like, not a lot. Like, we've got Dame Stormzy, yeah. AJ Tracy to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this, well, I think Skepta probably broke away from yeah. like the whole label Ske- side Ske- of Skepta things. broke away, but he's still doing his thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it seems like with the recent resurgence of Grimes, well, the re emergence yeah, 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 of yeah. Grime coming, like, they seem to have their, yeah. their stuff pattern. Yeah. Um, like yeah. Yeah, DWE. Yeah, Like, they've just, the mob mentality track mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, tough. Do you know what I mean? Like, most most artists don't go past 18 months. Right, okay. And that's because they don't have the staying power. Yes. Right. Because music and creativity requires you to show up every single day without fail. Trust me, yeah. When you don't feel like it. Yeah. When you may be down. Yeah. You know, you still have to show up. And you have to put into it. Yeah. It's like, for example, if you had a mortgage and you paid, let's say, £50 every day towards that mortgage yeah. versus the lump sum at the end of the month, do you not think the mortgage will come down faster? Yeah. £50 every day, yeah. right? It's like every day you've got to do 1% better than you did before. Yeah. And most artists just sit on their hands and just, yeah. they want to be seen in the events. They want to be- Of course, on the you know, carpets and yeah. the, the, the most adverts. Artists, and, yeah. Most artists to, are lazy. Well, lazy. When I say when I say yeah. la- when I say lazy, not lazy at the craft, yeah. not lazy at what they do talent wise, mm. but lazy with how they need to maneuver yeah. around. I think I think you say? I think it's, it's it's that, but it's also like a lack of direction. Yeah. Right. So the people around them tend to be hangers on. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. Like yes, they're trying yes. to be just as famous of the yeah. like <laughs> as of recent like. A lot of the ARs are trying to be just as famous as the artists. Mm-hmm. Um, or the managers are just trying mm-hmm. to be famous as the artists. Mm-hmm. Trying um, to be names. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yo, stick to your Twitter and, and Instagram and just yeah, do the do work. A, do your work. Yeah. You know, you, you're here to kind of elevate the artists. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be in the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You you'll very rarely see me in a picture yeah. with one of my artists because I don't feel the need to be in that. Mm-hmm. How many artists do you look after now, Russ? So I've got five clients five. in total. Um and here or are they just uh, so so two two no three are in london one's yeah. in liverpool yeah um and then one is in the states okay okay um and then, and then and then one's moved over here but he used to be in la so um and that day that we that we played so no days 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 surprisingly is, is not part of the cohort like we met on Clubhouse and I, was, I think I was helping him out. And right. I, I really kind of, I'm still a fan of him and I still think he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause we supported the record. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think he's got a unique tone and yeah. Like, but like, I think most artists, you let the anxieties or trusting of people kind of get, get it. to you. Yeah. Like that's one thing that music will do to you. It'll make you very weary and untrustworthy of people. Yes. So if someone comes in with, with an intention of, let me help you. Mm. 
you were side eyeing that person. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're just, yeah. What do you want? Yeah. yeah. And if, and if the person honest with you and say, you know what, we can make money together. Yeah. Even then, it's like, mm. yeah, but how much are you gonna take? Yeah. Or what and, do I need to do? Like know? me, I'm always honest with artists, right? I'm just like, if this is a money thing, I'll tell you, yo, let's do this quick in and out. Yeah. You get your bread, I get my bread, and we keep it moving. Yeah. If not, I'll be like, yo, I think there's there's legs here. Yeah. Let's build it. Right. Right, because I've gone in all the artists and come out like down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I but that it. that was on, on on my part. That was me just being like hasty and being like believing in the talent and not assessing the character. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. music music's I always say music music management is an extreme sport. It is. Because you're you're the first person to get slewed. Yes. If it, if shit yeah. goes peak. Yeah. And the last so, person to get thanked. Thanks. Yes. So if the ice is popping. Everyone else is getting the labels getting thanked. The, of course, yeah. The A and R's, the stylists, the producers, writers, the yeah. writers, yeah, yeah. and just there being like, huh. <laughs> I discovered them, and then they fought the ice falls off a cliff, and they're like, yeah, the manager was shit, bro. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a scapegoat. Yeah. You're a scapegoat. You're always a scapegoat. And I think a lot of managers kind of we have a chip on our shoulder about that because yeah. it's like, yeah. like even like my friend of mine, like he said to me the other day, yo. I see the tweets, I'm like, I feel unappreciated. I'm like, I hear that still. Like, if yeah. you're doing this shit for appreciation, bro, it's not like you're in the wrong business. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like at any job though, like, you know, that middle management, yeah. like they're always getting it in the neck. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. It's like they have to communicate from up to down yeah. and down to up. And usually up ain't listening mm -hmm. and down is just complaining. Yeah. So it's like, it's equivalent of that, except you're not, you don't have to report up, mm. are the up. Yeah. So it's just like, you have to, the buck stops with you. So whatever comes, good, bad, or indifferent, you got to kind of take it in the neck. Do you, do you feel like when, you, when you're managing an artist and that artist is quite self-sufficient, not independent, but yeah. just savvy yeah. as well as you, things work better? I love that shit. Yeah. Mm. I love an artist that will come and say, like, look, I want to learn. Yeah. Like, teach me this. Like, I want to I wanna learn how to navigate the business. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, we can do that. Mm -hmm. The artist that kind of, I guess, jar to a certain extent is the ones that just sit down with their hands out and be like, cool, we do what you do. But if I do what I do, we're doing it my way. Yeah. And you may not like my way. Yeah. So you want a voice? Sure. Speak yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but that's that is a lot of artists. They kind of I don't know, like the the, the expectation or the or the perception of people in music is like we just have like a magic bullet yeah. that can just be fired off at any point yeah. in time yeah. and fix all the problems. Yeah. Like you want a million pounds, yeah, we go and get we get you a million pounds. Like we have to sell hard yeah. so like if an artist is like not doing their job selling them is hard yeah. yeah yeah but people might do it off of the value of your relationship with them right and be like cool but then if it goes left guess who gets it in the neck yeah. because Facts. now the label will stop messing with you because yeah. you bought them like a dud yeah, yeah. the artist is like complaining because they're not getting their money what they want it yeah do you know what i mean so it's it's, it's, it's a weird position to be in do you find do you do you find it easier or do you find it better to to manage an act that is new, fresh, 
or do you find it better to find or manage an act that has, has more experience? I think both both have pros and cons. Right. Um, I'll answer it like this. I like manage, I like managing artists that are coachable right. and open to learning. Good. No matter what scale they're on. Yeah. With the artists that have kind of been doing it themselves, you find it slightly more difficult uh-huh. because even if they've been doing things and they've gotten a certain level of success, there is a level of, well, I've been doing it this, da 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 like, what can you bring to my table kind mm. of thing. Um, equally, sometimes, and this is the dangerous thing about social media is, I may meet an artist, not really anywhere in their journey, one or two songs out, whatever. And they're spouting to me what's on social media. I'm just like, yeah, yeah that's one level of it. Yep. Yeah. But do you understand why you need to own your masters? Mm-hmm. Do you understand the the, the terms and conditions. conditions of doing that mm-hmm. and the consequence of doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, do you understand what it is to build leverage? Yeah. Like you're talking all this talk and I, I hear, hear you, you but... But do you understand what it all means? Yeah. Because... You can own your master. That's cool. But if your master's not generating any money... What's the point? point? You own zero. You own nothing. It's an empty bag. A lot of artists hear things and and think that that pertains to them and it's got nothing to do with them. It's it's all buzzwords. Like, And this is why I think I I, I hated doing panels for a long time Mm -hmm. because like, we'll be sitting on panels and then the artists will ask the question of, well, how do I... And the answer would be, oh, just keep on going. And I, 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 I started, I started asking like questions, like, well, why aren't we just giving them like yes. what, what, what it is? Then and what like, the keep on going and really then, is. And then yeah. the, the thing I got back was, well, they don't really want to hear that because if you tell them like what the structure yeah. things are, that's too much. Most people are gonna like, for example, yeah, yeah, Morgan, if you see a million pound sitting on the ground over there, yeah. And all you had to go do is pick it up. Would you not just go and pick it up? Yeah. Right? But if there was a million pound over there and there was a hundred thousand pound over there, but the hundred thousand pound was easy to get to, which one would you take? Like people are always looking for the easy access, the yeah. easy way. That's why, like, yep. you know, and I, I don't knock anybody that that does stuff like illicitly, right? But if we call a spade a spade, most of it is just to get easy money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's quick money, mm. but you and you don't have to work for it, mm-hmm. right? But really work for it, um, and that's just the human condition. Yeah, like why do you think like people play lotto? Yeah, easy money. Yeah, right. Why do you think someone who who would be like if they people get locked out of their um, Instagram accounts all the time because yeah. someone's jumped to the DMs and be like, yo, if you give me 50 pounds, yeah, I can yeah, give you 500. Just, yeah. Easy yeah. money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think the eyes that make it really understand there is no easy. You have to pick your heart. There isn't an easy. Because what you, you always give up something to attain a thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if I'm in a relationship I mean the girl are going strong. My boys will have to understand there's a level of time that I have to give up mm-hmm. to make that work. Yeah. Being an artist and a man, there's no different, mm-hmm. right? But in a bit, there's no different. Like you have to give up X, Y, and Z to get here. Yeah. But the problem is most people wanna do 
everything at the same time. So what I mean by that is, say as a manager, you're, I've got you signed to a label. Yeah. You've now got a deadline on an album. Uh-huh. Say the album is due in March 10th. Yeah. I've said to you that the deadline is March 10th. We've yeah. got it in the calendar. Yeah. Submit the album, yeah. right? Mix mastered. Yeah. You've only got 10 tracks done. We're still three tracks out. Yeah. But you choose to go hack a sand and party it up. Hmm. Action and consequence, yeah. right? So it's like, that's where a lot of artists fail. They, they really try and live life mm-hmm. while like, Anybody who's made anything, Jeff Bezos, um, what's the brother's name from Facebook? Zuckerberg. Uh, Zuckerberg. Um, Elon. Elon. Like, they've all kind of given up stuff mm. so that they can build their thing. Yeah. And then enjoy it afterwards. Yeah. Like Rihanna. Yeah. Did you hear anything about Rihanna being in a relationship, Barquis Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Right in her successful period, yeah. she was just focused on hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And if she did have relationships, we didn't know about it, yeah. right? Because she was just focused on her artist thing, right? So it's like which, which, to, which tells you now that she's not bothered about music no more because she's having babies. And well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> she, this, this, she, this is what I'm saying. Now yeah, she's at the point where she can live her life, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. She's at the point where she can live her life yeah. and not really care yeah. about. What, yeah. what other people think. She's yeah. a legend. She, she's she's like, already a legend. She gave us a little thing for the Black Panther thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like, hold that. Hold that. Cool. It yeah. could be another five years till we see the album. But <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. But most artists don't understand like there's a level of sacrifice that if you want to be, you can be good, but good's dime a dozen now. To be great, you really have to you and the person, whoever you're with, your manager, your business partner, your bandmate, have to lock in mm. and be like, this is like you guys with the podcast have to lock in mm-hmm. and be like, forego the money, mm. forego the fame, forego what things look like, mm-hmm. and we're building this. Yeah. It, that's, and, that's, and, that's, and that's exactly where we are. And it's exactly where I came from again. Being, being an artist back in the day, there was so much things that I needed to do in terms of writing, studio. Mm. I was managed, I was signed, I was traveling, touring. How I Met Drizzy mm. was through all of that. And then coming around full circle to do the pod. I have always known what it's taken to, to, to put the work in. Mm. Drizzy's always known what it's taken to put the work in. And I feel like consistency and belief and, and and also passion helps a lot. But as you said, you're gonna have to take sacrifices where you might not make no money. Yeah. And you're not and you're gonna have to take sacrifices where you're doing this from the ground up. So mm. you're not going to see all the adulation straight away. Mm. But as soon as you as soon as you keep building on that, you will start seeing things come to fruition, which is why we have someone like you today. Because what happened with our pod mm-hmm. was through social media, yeah. you meet people and you talk to people and you build a rapport, yeah. which then you go, oh, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice to talk to him. Yeah. It'd be nice to talk to him, which is why we've had Kojo yeah. and Bushkin and Ash and, yeah. and all of that. And it just, and it's amazing how, it, 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 you, I, how I've seen it is 
the work that I put in being yeah. an artist is the same thing we said at the beginning of Mike is bur not burning bridges with people you've met along the way. 100%. Yeah. So you've rubbed shoulders with people, stayed up, yeah. mm -hmm. take care of yourselves, love, yeah. link, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And now I need these people now to come and sit down and chat to me. And, and the thing is like, I think people get it twisted when you talk about maintaining relationships, right? Um, you never know when you need someone. And I don't say that in like a selfish way. No, but, but I understand that. But you never know when you might need someone's help. And something simple as you sending me a birthday message. Mm -hmm. I might remember that. Yeah. And been like, yo, he actually showed a bit yeah, of love. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me, let, let me, let, let me reciprocate kind of thing. And I, I say this to artists all the time. If you jump in my DMs, don't jump in with links. Don't don't tell me about your music. Tell me about, first of all, ask me how I'm doing. I may be having a shit day, Damn. right? But outside of that, tell me a bit about you. Don't tell me your next up. Don't, don't tell me none of that. I just want to know as, a, as an individual yeah. what you're about. Yeah. And then ask me if it's cool to share your music. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'll say, yeah, send it through. Yeah. And I'll give you honest feedback about it. Yeah. And we move from there. But I think, and, and to be fair, it, I guess if we do what we do, we put ourselves in a firing line and that's, that's, that's what it is. But I think just as, as individuals, sometimes it's, um, it's, it can be difficult to, to manage like the egos and the, yeah. you know, like like you guys didn't start out with the intention of doing this a certain way mm -hmm. and you've had to adjust and that's cool. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I think understanding people's characters and mm. personalities and motivations. That's why when I have conversations with artists, when I'm vetting them, I'm like, what's your motivation? Yeah. And if money's anywhere in there, I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah. let's see how this goes. Yeah. Because the minute time money comes into it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's money yeah. Money should never be your your motivation at, at, at first. Obviously you want to build, but money should never be that. And I feel like, as you said, when you lead with, if you lead with it, that's when yeah. you're leading with money. Yeah. If we led with money, I'm sure we, I'm, I, I'm not even sure, I'm positive me, Joe and, and Drizzy wouldn't be here. And, and that's the thing, it's like, I mean, as I guess, you guys are what, season six, so you've been going for a fair few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is it that you guys kind of see for yourselves? And how has like, what we've spoken about, ego, how has that affected your thing to its current form? And has it affected the overall, I guess, vision that you guys are locked into? It's a good just, question. He just podded on us there. Yeah, he just podded on us. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. You go first. I just think, well, I'll speak for me and then Drizzy couldn't obviously put his two pence in. I think I've always had a clear vision for the podcast. Mm. Always from day one. But I was always flexible because yeah. I knew that I had to work with people mm. like Drizzy, like mm. Trim at the time. Yeah. Joe. Joe, was, Joe came on board Joel's been on board for two seasons now, right? Two? Yeah. So I, so in my head, I've always, because I, again, because I'm experienced now as a man, yeah. I know no man is an island. 
and sure. things are always going to change and you have to have that flexible mindset yeah. to go, okay, cool. I have to be willing to accept that my ideas or my vision might take a turn. Yeah. But but I feel like once you have a conscious look outlook on where you're trying to go, mm. everybody comes with you. And it's all about the melting pot of what we put into it. Yeah. What Drizzy puts into it is as important as what Joe puts into it. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Even the guests, as I said, this yeah. conversation we're having is fantastic because speaking to a music manager, people now will watch this online and yeah. see what it entails and what artists go through. And yeah. it's, there's a lot of information, which is what the Fast Food Podcast is, Food yeah. for Thought information so yeah i mean that's that's how i've always looked at at this podcast where where it goes even where it started is not where it is today nah i mean when when i joined i was a i was a guest i was a guest i was a rotating guest it was a case of yo frex i need can you like when morgs hollered at me to, to come on the show as a guest, to f- f- just fill in that f- uh, fourth spot as a guest. It wasn't like, yeah, you're in. It was just like, yo, we just need another voice. On this. All right, cool. I put it in my, my my calendar. So it was a reoccurring thing in my calendar. So I knew anytime he hollered, I've already got in my calendar for that period of time. Yeah. I'd be on the pod. So if anyone said to me, oh, what are you doing around this time to this time? I'd always say, I'm not about possibly, but I'll let you know nearer to the yeah. time. Um. Me personally, I just want, I just want to have a thriving podcast that is, first and foremost, it's always fun. Yeah. Regardless of what's going on in the world, people know when they listen to the Fast Food Podcast, they're guaranteed to get just fun, highlight moments to make them laugh, to make them crackle. If they're having a bad day and listen to our pod, something in there is going to make them go, you know what, man? All right, let me just, let me just get through this and then tomorrow's a new day. Ideally, I want a. Uh, ideally, I want a, uh, a pop in pod. Like I, I sent him a message the other day. I took a screenshot on Apple Podcast. There was a picture of Morgan and myself, and then the next pod next to it was a uh, million dollars worth of game, like side by side, like. And it was just like, huh, that's crazy. Um, I just want a pop in pod, a pod that makes people happy. Obviously, a pod that can self-contain itself to the point where financially, at some point, it's going to be, like, doing its own thing. It becomes its own monster. We have a network. We can have people bring their pod to our platform, and we give them the foundation to just run with it. Again, Mm. helping them. They have the idea. Bring it to us. Let's see how we can incorporate into what we're doing. Run with it. And then we're just helping more people grow and build on our shoulders because we laid the foundation to do what they got to do. So that's my, if I could make it happen tomorrow, mm. the Fastwood Podcast would be the Fastwood Podcast Network. And we've got like seven different pods on there that caters to seven different, uh, you know, audiences. Yeah. And we still do our one. And everyone is just in my naive head. Everyone's just one big happy family. Tell you, Toby, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? That's, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Man said, I love you, you love me. Come yeah. On. We want to be happy family. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So that's how I see it, man. Do you know what I mean? That's good. Um, um, you know, and our camera guy, Joe. All right, so last question for me to you guys. Okay. Right. I've been seeing a lot of 
quote unquote red pill hmm. slash alpha male slash yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all that rhetoric, mm-hmm. right? Same. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's helpful to the male community, or do you think it does us a disservice and is detrimental? That's a good question. I think. I should have gone first on the last one, didn't I? Okay, I think, I think we as men need to, like, we need to have more open conversations with each other. 100%. I think that what the problem is with us as men is that we sometimes fall into the trap of we're trying to pander or uh, we're trying to you know, cater to an audience that, excuse my friend, his headphones are like, cool, excuse my friends, don't give a fuck about us. Whereas we need to really cater and, um, you know, to the people that look like me and you. For sure. I think that we're in a society where they're making us feel like the only way to get on is you have to do certain things away from your community. But realistically, your community is only as strong as the, the amount you... You invest put, into you it, in t- you know, and it hurts my heart when I see someone come from the community and they go live somewhere else, for example, and they claim that somewhere else is their own and they invest in that community as opposed to the community that was there for them when no one else cared for them mm. and they don't invest back on that because like, oh, well, it kind of reminds me of when I had it hard. Yeah. But the community that you came from needs you to stay there as a beacon of hope that the next person that's trying to do what you're doing can look and say, you know what? He's from the same surroundings as me. I need him to. St- I, the fact he's still here is making me have that aspiration to keep going. On the days when I just don't want to keep going, no. But he's from this. He did it as well. I think, and and also, I just think it's another ploy they're trying to put to separate us as well. I think there's that, but there's also the argument of look at what Nipsey was trying to do. Right. If you want to, if you want to bring it back to music, like look what Nipsey was trying to do, or what he was doing more so, um, and look look at how that like happened. happened. Someone yeah. who grew up in a certain environment, Nipsey could have easily gone and lived Nick Bin Ho's neighbor or whatever. Yeah. He tried to invest back into what helped him through his hard times get to where he is. Yeah. And how did what he invested in pay him back on the same streets that he was trying to? To, to improve man and it's, it's that when you think about it really think about it Nipsey's story is very very heartbreaking to, sure. to, to your question about the red pill and that community I, I don't feel like there's enough balance there okay like, I do think there's a lane which is there's a clear lane yeah. for them because they're getting their views yeah. people are watching it mm-hmm. but I feel like there's not enough balance in it because right. there's not enough because everyone's different in their own way when it yeah, comes to sure. men are different in all different facets yeah. and we have our we have different beliefs outlooks yeah. we also look different mm-hmm. which means we we will command or we will attract different, different. types yeah. of conversations energies, energies. everything opportunities yeah. so when we, yeah. so when you're pilling us to that question yeah. you're pilling it's, it's, it's very uh, there's a lot of variables yeah. yeah I do understand the 
the the idea of it in terms mm. of making men feel a lot better about themselves or making men understand what their worth is to society. I get yeah. that. But I feel like we need to have more balance, which is why I have never, and I would not go down that road with my partner. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was about to say, um, I don't think you guys mentioned Derek Jackson earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did, yeah. Um, I think when it comes to like that community, if it was, and this is my personal opinion, if it was to help, yeah. I think I'd be like, hey, mm, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I love the idea. Like, I love the idea of it, yeah. but it's not helping to a certain extent because it's creating situations where it's becoming about the money and the views. And the, yeah. And, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, so. But it's about, but to, again, like, you, we're, we're having a conversation with you about yeah. your experiences. Yeah which is the most important thing. Mm. It's about your experience. When you're talking to an audience about things you've gone through, it's yeah. easier, it's digestible. It's somebody who's going through it, who has been through it personally. Yeah. Uh, when you go through a relationships, that's why we talk about relationships. Mm. When you talk about marriage, I can talk about it because I I live it. Mm. So it's easier for me to talk about yeah. and it's, and it's more palatable to somebody who doesn't understand it so much coming from me. So, uh -huh. so you? when you, with the, with the podcast and with, with the information that we want to deliver to our audience, mm. I always want it to be a balanced. Yeah. I want the information to be balanced so that, okay, cool. Yes, there's this, but there's also this. Yes. Two sides of the coin. Yeah. There's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You, Makes you, sense. You're, you're a music manager and yeah. these are the pros and there's a and everything else. I'm sure Joe goes through a million and one things on a day-to-day -day basis with equipment, traveling. Yeah. Dealing with requirements dealing with, of artists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Money, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, but um, listen, Ross, we're going to have you back on the show if mm -hmm. you're willing to. Come on. <laughs> because um, I feel like now we're properly being introduced. We've, yeah. This is the first time yeah, this is the first of mine, yeah, yeah. first time we physically met. Which yeah. is, we, and we, we've had a million and one conversations. Yeah. So. yeah. And the thing is, like, online, I'm super quiet. Like, yeah. I, just, I sit down and observe people. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I hear people talking online. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've, I, I think the whole, when Morgs, like, I was like, yeah, Morgs, Morgs is. Yeah, when you was in the room, when Ross was in the room, I'm in the room, it just felt like home. It yeah. felt like, yeah, 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 I could chill. I could chill yeah, for a just, while, man. It's like, it's like, it's, it's just like, yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so is there anybody you want to um, shout out? Is there anything? Is there any of your handles you want to let people know they can get you on? If oh yeah, yeah, young, sure. Young, I mean, artists, like uh, I'm I'm super bad at social media, but if you want to follow me, it's at Ross Wills W I L W S um, on all social media platforms. Yeah, yeah. Like that's me. Thank you. Anything else you want to add, Drizzy Freckles? Nah, we can uh, we can, we can say it for another time. But it's it's just good that you mentioned the you know you ba again balance because everyone wants to know the way to get to the end goal, which is the glitz and the glamour and all that. But it's the things that I, along I, I the way. I just think stuff, it's all you know? about it being a byproduct. Yeah, right. It shouldn't be the goal. It should be the byproduct. Yeah. So if if I want to get a like five bedroom house, six bedroom house. What are the goals I need to attain to get to to get yeah. the the goal isn't the house the goal is the the smaller steps yep. to get to the house um, 
It took me a while to get to that yeah, of realization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be, yo, I want to sell a million records and yeah. not understanding the smaller steps to it. Do you to, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, and I think once us as a community grasps that, mm-hmm. I think we'll be a lot better, man. Because it then creates balance amongst all of us. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Well, pleasure having you on the show. Pleasure no, pleasure being. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing my flag, though. Like, yeah. I'm, you know I'm missing my flag. It's actually there, you know. We, we could have, yeah, you know. Now I was thinking about it, we could have pulled it out of there, but it's still there. It's been a pleasure, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, each and every time. Big up Jojo behind the camera. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Come on. Jojo, man. We'll definitely reconvene at some period of time. and Yeah, man. I think, yeah, it's just. For, I think this is my for like my second podcast I've done. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first one that's videoed, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be looking at myself on the screen like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, it's man. Good. When you see what it's like, when you see what because yeah. Green was there. Yeah. yeah, man. Next time, come and host with us. Come and sit yeah, and chat with us about other things. Talk about other subject matters. Willing to do that, man. Of course, man. Let well, me know. Whatever you need, man. I'm here. You know. All right. All right. Cool, Listen, man. Drizzy Saka for Freckles, Morgan Twerk, Franklin and Heights. Ross Wilson, special guest. Yes, man. Thank we'll you. see you in a fortnight. Yep. Blessings, people. Yeah, man. Stay safe. One, two. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we come to the payoff. Now we come to the payoff. Mike, check, check, check. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. System. Ah. Uh, uh. Food is a metaphor for information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your head around this The concept, two men about this uh, Trissy sack effect, freckles Respect rebels, we'll take the stairs You stay there, next level Put up the frame, they couldn't see the vision I'll take the blame when it comes to Fruition from four to three And then we lost one, I won't Cause a scene cause camera's on sun It's, it's a mainstream podcast You look up, understand, you're in the dark With the sharks, it's a bloodbath We got the mics, it's a vibe, had a tough start Now I've got the stripes, it's inside it's all love car, Morgan Heights, it's food for the mind A feast for the palate, you can eat the design Serial killer with a splash of cold milk These men are built, but weight, lactic acid, hold skills yo, yo. Give me the space, we need the mic You know the vibes, you know the vibes Camera action, lights We do what we do, we say what we like It's the FFE It's the FFE It's the FFE it's the F-